up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Creative Culture. This is your girl, D Woods. Ross and Shine. It's your girl, Lady Life. And of course, we're Creative Culture together. And uh, we have a special guest in the building, Mr. JR. Hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's try it. You you, you came in a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, he ain't drank his Red Bull yet. Let me give it a five. He didn't know we were starting. Go ahead. Go ahead, JR. Bring, bring it in for us. Coming to you live from Dallas, Texas, you are now <laughs> tuned in to Creative Culture Podcast. I am here with Lady Life and D Woods. You are. You got the perfect radio voice. Let me tell you. So, so JR is, uh, he'll be our guest host this week. Um, this week's, uh, wave of a playlist is uh, reflections um this is our second to last episode before the end of the year and uh obviously before christmas so let's just start it off right how, okay so how y'all been first off you it's been uh months since you've been on the show mm -hmm. so tell us how you've been it's been almost a year oh that yeah you you're right damn yeah, it's yeah. been that long it's been, yeah time flies when you're having fun i've been having a lot of fun i'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you since then i've agreed to do a show that requires nudity. <laughs> Wait, you did one before, right? Yes, but I, there's been another one. Oh, and I'm starting um, to think you like to just be I nude on so stage. You, can I be honest though? You like it's a, it's a yeah, huge, please do. Can I be honest? <laughs> it scared the shit out of me, but now it's become a huge confidence builder. Ah, okay. It's it's like you. I feel like I can do anything now mm, if I can be honest. Naked. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you, you imagine know, that everyone else in the room is naked too is that a truth no. that works I, no, no I don't think that shit works at all no not at all <laughs> I had no. to ask if somebody tried it it's not a thing that, okay. that's not a thing <laughs> okay so you've been big uh big book busy and been busy I, I was uh yeah so last week was the uh Irma P. Hall Black Theater Awards I was nominated for that I didn't win but it didn't matter uh -huh. you know it was a beautiful event uh -huh. and um that was cool um the featured Actress um, Kendall Robertson, she won. Uh -huh. So I was just glad that we won. So, right, something, yeah. Yeah, so that's been, it's just been fun. I've just been enjoying being an artist, man, to be honest with you. That's dope. That's, yeah. Sweet. 2018. Yeah. Hey, yeah. The year for progression. And we're going to win in 2019. It's coming up, baby. Exactly. <clears throat> so like Lady every preacher practicing their New Year's Eve speech. <laughs> <laughs> Watch night. Mm -hmm. Uh Lady, I've been <laughs> talking to myself. That's terrible. Um, I've been good. Okay. Yeah. That's it. I, I think. Uh, I think that's yeah. I, I'm good. Oh well, she's good. I'm great. I'm I'm the most busiest unemployed person known right now. Got it. I was gonna say something, but I think for legal reasons, we just keep it at what you said. Yeah, I am unemployed. Okay. I am technically not working for anyone, so I am unemployed. But that does okay. But that only means I'm. Um, mm -mm. Okay. Mm -mm. Nope. I am not getting my own checks. Okay. okay. All right. All right. For recording purposes. <laughs> uh, so let's let's talk, everybody. Okay. We need to talk. All right. Everybody knows about this offset Cardi B situation that's been going on. If Is not, I could give you a little reference. Um, so, offset Cardi. Had one of the biggest, I guess it's been a year and a half, two years, right? Mm -hmm. um, right. They married. Uh, there was some infidelity in their relationship, uh, but that kept going. They had the baby. That was great. Whatever. Well, apparently, Cardi brought to the public that um, her and Offset are pretty much working on a divorce, and they haven't seen each other. And Offset and his tribe of cheating ass men have <laughs> have joined forces together to try to, I guess, win Cardi's heart back. Mm -hmm. um, he has made very public statements saying that uh, he did not fuck that girl, but he entertained it. Mm. Um, that is a nigga proverb right there, ain't it? <laughs> This is a JR, this is for you. Let me tell you, because okay. I want to know what you think. Okay. Okay, so um, then he shows up to her performance with, like, Take Me Back Cardi, like, flowers, these flirtily flirt flowers or whatever. And, you know, the ones that last for, like, a year, those mm. those flowers. Anyway, so um, she they looked at flowers that last a year? Yeah, they last, like, months. Real flowers? Yeah, they're months? in, like, this box. I don't It's some rich people shit. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, so I guess my question to y'all is, let me, final statement from Offset before we go. He said that every all his transgressions were made public, so that's why he made his 
apology public. Mm. Um, and nice. and I kind of took back my resentment for a lot of the things he said. I, okay, mm-hmm. if it is public and you're making a public apology, I get it. So what are y'all thoughts about marriage people business being out there, even if they're celebrities like this? Well, I mean... That's the catch twenty two of being a celebrity and being so um open, honest. I mean, Cardi Cardi's whole reputation is about being honest and being open and being transparent. Right. Um, so it that could work in your favor or not work in your favor. Um and even for celebrities who don't really want their stuff to be public, sometimes you can't help it. You know, we saw the incident in the elevator with uh Jay Z, Beyonce and Solange. Right. Who'd have thought that, that you know, you're being recorded in the elevator. Now, I think these days and times most people know their cameras in the elevators, but at the same token, that's not the first thing on your mind. You've right. done so many other steps to try to be private or whatever, you're not thinking about the elevator. Um so it happens. I can appreciate, you know, in this particular situation, I can appreciate um, Offset's uh, gesture, so uh-huh. to speak. At the end of the day, that's up to Cardi if, you know, if that's something she really still wants to entertain. And I don't think that, I know a lot of people will be like, oh, well, you know, we got a kid, we got history, history and kids and all that. Ain't a reason to stick around if it's not something a that year is going to be. Listen, I, 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 hey, listen. To each his own. I, I, time is is not relevant, you know. <laughs> no, it's yeah, you're right. So okay, you know, it could have it could have seemed like a lifetime. I don't know. I'm not in that situation. I'm just saying that those should not be factors into why you take a person back. As far as like, oh, we got history, or oh, we have a kid. It's like, well, is the y'all being in a relationship going to help this child or and help you at the same time? I don't know. So again, that's up to Cardi. Jr. So the thing, <clears throat> uh oh, the thing about this, I'm not going to be long winded with this. I have <laughs> I coffee. I felt myself getting long winded. I have I coffee and Red Bull in my system. Ooh, but I'm gonna. I promise you, I'm going to keep it to a minimum. Okay. The thing about the situation that I think is very interesting uh-huh. is that Cardi has been consistent with being transparent, right? And being honest and being real. Uh huh. And from the looks of it, I don't think she's going to take him back. And the way. If you watch his body language, uh-huh. the way he walked on the stage and right. the way he walked off, and if you look at her face right. the entire time, she wasn't playing. She was She wasn't playing that shit. And you have to she respect it, right? On. But this is the thing. What this? Why I think this is an interesting because she set an example for a lot of women Absolutely. who follow right. her. Absolutely. Those girls who right. don't have the the opportunity to meet someone and mm-hmm. all. The, this is a testament to right. that. And I think that the videos she made afterwards right. was, on the IG Live was yeah. very telling. Right. And you could tell just, I mean, people fake stuff all the time. She and moved on. I let, yes, I that will say that. That was a move on. Like that message, I it's like, I respect that. my baby father. He like, I get it. He helped me out a lot. You know, we going through some things and I get it. He trying to apologize and shit, but. Like it yeah. really, I was like, damn, she really over this thing. Like, That's, but the thing I've always respected about Cardi, she right. reminds me of a girl that I went to school with, uh-huh. all the girls that I went to high school and middle school with, mm-hmm. and she's responding the exact same way. So mm-hmm. I understood it. Right. So, I, number one, I think she's done. Right. Number two, if you, if you publicly, <laughs> if you make a public plea, right, to get someone back, you have to be ready. <sighs> For the, the rejection, rejection yeah. as well. Like yeah. Robin Thicke. And he obviously, the, the, yes. The, the Robin Thicke, yeah. the album to. He wasn't but ready that didn't seem That didn't seem Genuine? sincere, by the way. No. No, I didn't. It, it didn't seem it sincere. Didn't. He didn't have a baby with. Never mind. We I'm surprised that the, the label even opened up a budget for that film, for that, uh, that, that uh, album. Letter to Paula or something like that. Yes. I don't know. It's something weird. That, but that's beyond me. But bringing <laughs> it back, um, yeah. I thought it was interesting, very entertaining, but sad at the same time. Divorces yeah. are sad, man. Yeah. yeah I mean, paperwork-wise, it's it, they're yeah. sad. I yeah. mean, I hate to put it, take it there, but yeah. I mean, they're sad. And have, I just have, you, have either one of you been divorced? Yes. No, but oh, that's oh, <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> I forgot. No, I'm I, I'm. I haven't I, been divorced, but I haven't been married yet. No one's put a ring on it. I've known Lady for a decade now. Right. So okay. There, we've forgotten more yes, experiences absolutely. we had with each other than okay. we, so yeah so that's a okay. reminder I, I okay. forgot yeah. yeah but they're sad man yeah. I mean the mine wasn't sad <laughs> is it expensive it, it depends how many assets you got how many kids you got all that um, we were we didn't have a lot of assets we didn't have any kids it was easy breezy um, it was a mutual agreement yeah. and uh, I guess technically we um, 
We got divorced twice because we had to sign the papers twice. We didn't do it right the first time. Okay. Wow. Mm, you got to double okay. back, didn't y'all? Yeah. Yeah. That's the inside joke. With them, <laughs> you know, with Cardi and, and Offset, uh-huh. there's property in Atlanta. Right. And there's a property in New York that's you know, included. You know, this is my only thing. <clears throat> I think that she is over him. Mm-hmm. But do I think that they could get back together? Because it was so... He... It's like, damn, y'all only were married for not even a year, right? But they and also got together pretty fast, fast. as well. I'm not, it, I'm My not thing saying is I, if they want to take time and revisit it some. Yeah, time I down think the road, that they cool. will. That's what I, yeah. I believe that they, she's done. But I think she can go back to this situation. Like I don't, in the whole time thing, it, it is relative, mm-hmm. but. Beyonce and Jay-Z can't be the example for this situation. Like, this is nah, its own mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. This nah, is when you, you fall in love with somebody you meet over the internet, and then you, like, start meeting them, and y'all start hanging out, you and then all of a sudden y'all living together mm-hmm. within uh, a month, yeah, and mm-hmm. then you y'all home. damn married, and then y'all broken up. Yeah. Only a kid was made in this process. Mm. So, like, I Only. think that once... <laughs> I mean... She got to, listen. Somebody got child support for the and next. Then they share years. the same management. Yeah. QC. That's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting. It's yeah. Be interesting. I like. I actually like to see this play out mm-hmm. because I think it's they're actually being way more mature than I thought they were going to be. I think Cardi's more mature. She's gonna grow tremendously from this. I don't know. Right. About yeah. 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 Upset. He's a rock star. Yeah. Yeah. We have yeah, to remember yeah. that. We have to remember that. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. The Migos is rock mm-hmm. stars. Uh. All right. Well. We've talked about it. Uh, <laughs> we have talked about it. <laughs> this record, Call Me by Noel. Um, I was getting ready to say this could be another uh, record that uh, if Offset want to jump on some, I don't know if he's done with his plea. Make a record, Offset. See if it works. I don't know. Anyway, let this record ride and we'll be back, y'all, with more creative culture. Trying in the night, it's on us Got me waiting on the table Trapping up the lines just to see where it might take us Bet you wanna call me when you wake up Telling me how I should just shape up Let me save us, yeah. So call me when you Call me when you're there and alone, yeah Call me when you Call me when you're there and alone, yeah Call me when you And we back. That was uh, Amine, Invincible. Welcome to the Spider-Verse. Hey. Uh, so we are now beyond the lens. Uh-huh. Um, and like I said, that record was from uh, the Spider-Man animation. Uh-huh. You saw it? No, I see it. You didn't see the film. <clears throat> Boy, you slipping. Uh, yeah, I am the busiest unemployed person 
Oh, I thought that included mm. watching films. I'm sorry. <clears throat> uh, mm-hmm. Excluding Jay, watching films. I haven't seen it yet. I do have the screener. Mm. Okay. I haven't watched it yet. Okay. So. Um, I did see something else. But okay. wait, before we go to Spider-Verse, Wacker Wavy did the first, second tracks. Wacker Wavy. I don't even think y'all was listening. Can y'all give No, me? we, yeah. Well, I mean, I can't speak for you. Uh, yeah. But what do you, what do you, for myself. What, I, li- I like them both. You, okay. This record sounds like a uh, Chance record, though. I need you to say it, though. Say oh, it, say it. Uh, Wavy. They, for both. Both, both. Mm. yeah. Okay, I, I didn't like the first one, so I have to give it whack. But the second one, I'm feeling the joint. Yeah. And it's Wavy for me. Um, so into the Spider-Verse. Let's yeah. talk about it because I have some reference. I watch a lot of like, you know, trailers and stuff and breakdowns on YouTube. Okay. Well, I would say that this was very interesting for me. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of films, though, I, I take the same approach. I try not to have expectations. So I didn't get wrapped up in trailers. I just wanted to see it. Um, I knew... Uh, that it was going to have uh, Shamik Moore and mm-hmm. Mahershala Ali. So I was excited to see, you know, what roles they would play and all that. Um, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, I, you know, maybe on a Tuesday when it's $5, I'll go see it again. I really, I didn't realize how much I enjoy animated um, series. Uh-huh. I mean, I know I like, I'm, I'm a fan of like Archer. I'm a fan of Boondocks, whatever. Um, but I like the actual graphic presentation of this. This was different. Uh-huh. This wasn't like trying to do, um, they weren't really trying to make it real life. Right. It literally looked like a comic book in live action. I don't even know how to explain it. Um, but I just I just appreciate it. I appreciated the senses or the sensory, whatever, uh-huh. um, the imagery brought about. I don't even know how what other words I can use. But um so all that to say, I liked it. The storyline was surprising. That's what I should have said when yeah. I was like I didn't watch the trailer. The storyline was surprising to me, mm-hmm. um, of all the characters and different things that were involved. And because I started watching more of those shows on Netflix, like uh Daredevil and uh Luke Cage or whatever. Yeah. I, I was able yeah, I was able to uh, to recognize the Fisk character. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I hadn't have seen those, I wouldn't have known like how integrated all this stuff is with each other. And um, and then it also made sense because it was in New York. So I was like, oh, now I get it. Now I see how they're able to reuse certain characters and all that kind of stuff. So I'm getting more into the Marvel universe. Yeah. So yeah. while we're on Marvel and Disney, um, this movie was, uh, was it? It was a Marvel universe. It it it's not in the Marvel. Um, uh, what is it? The eighteen running movies yeah, is yeah, not yeah. a part of like the cinematic universe. Essentially, mm-hmm. yeah. it is, but it isn't. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> I went to see Once Upon a Deadpool, which is the Marvel Fox like merger movie before Disney bought Marvel. So I mean, Disney bought. The Fox, all the all those movies on Fox. Yeah. So um, basically, this was the PG thirteen version of Deadpool two, right? Huh. So they they called it Once Upon a Deadpool, and it was really it, it was told from the perspective that you already seen Deadpool mm-hmm. two, oh, and okay. um, it was just all the f word, uh, everything, all the cuss words were bleeped so out. So was it animated? No, no, it was it's, like okay. Uh, live action or I mean it wasn't real never, people yeah real people <laughs> um, <clears throat> but it's interesting where they're going and you know shout out to Stan Lee because they gave him a super good a super awesome tribute at the end of the movie nice. um, which was cool I, I, I respected that and liked it uh, but exciting things are coming to Marvel and I think all the characters are gonna and that's why they put out this movie too. Okay. So it, it's full circle in Disney twenty nineteen. That's all I'm gonna say is Disney twenty nineteen yeah. with all those movies that are so coming out. So the next one is what, Captain Marvel? Um is the next one Captain Marvel? Yes. And then I think Avengers and then Yeah, I'm officially uh, Dark sucked Phoenix. In. I'm officially sucked in. Dark Phoenix will be probably a one of the dopest X Men movies. Yeah. Um but we can move on from Marvel. While, well, <laughs> while we're on the subject of uh, comic books and mm-hmm. comic series, your man's uh, Master P is creating his own, um, well, along with his two kids, Symphonique and Romeo, uh-huh. um, 
It's called Vim Comics. Y'all can look that up. But mm-hmm. uh, they're starting. They've already created characters. They got a couple of books they're going to put out. And then they have a, films that they're wanting to put out next year. So That's dope. We'll you know what? Shout out to Master P. Because that's a hometown homie. Because yeah. you know what? No Limit. <clears throat> and they're bring, they're, I think it's I Got the Hookup 3. Mm-hmm. So that should be fun. I Wait, just, are you excited about yeah, that? Listen, let me tell you something. I still, that is the hoodest motherfucking still movie. I still want a No Limit tank. I still want a tank. Yeah. Yes. Real, I just I just ordered, not yesterday, today's, I ordered two days ago. Uh-huh. I ordered, you know, LRG just collaborated with No Limit. So okay. they're bringing back all the hat. I just ordered a No Limit hat. Okay. And the whole sweatsuit with the tank. Listen, I still get excited. I need one yeah. so I can be me. I'm gonna send y'all the link. For, uh, I'm gonna Halloween. send y'all the yeah, link. Yeah, yeah. But I listen. I yeah. I'm a huge No Limit fan. Hell yeah. Hey, you know what? I was more of a No Limit fan than I was a Cash Money fan. It's like you had to choose when I was younger. Obviously, I'm from Louisiana. Well, but, even here, I mean, we just we one stayed away. I felt the same way here in Texas. Like you either gonna rock with Cash Money or you gonna rock with No Limit. Pick one. I right. did. I definitely picked. I definitely <laughs> picked No Limit. I'm gonna be honest with they you. They had yeah. a better roster. Yeah. yeah. And and safe to say Master P is a better businessman than Birdman. But uh, yeah, we're not absolutely. in we're not in rotation right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so JR what what we've been missing, you know, JR is our uh, residential actor here at Creative Culture Hub. Um so what we've been missing on <laughs> the, the on the scene. <laughs> You're asking me what? Yeah. what I'm asking th- what you what theatrical was, things yeah. should we be looking out for throughout the rest of the year? So right now, the Dallas Theater Center they're producing a play called Fetch Clay. Okay, it's a Cassius Clay play. Literally, it's up in the studio. Uh-huh. So the state, it's a very intimate show. Uh-huh. I'm going to see it next week once our show closes. Uh-huh. But I'm going over there. You're going to see a lot of melanin on stage 2019, 2020. Okay. I'm here and for it. I saw that. I saw that. A year ago when I saw what everybody was doing, uh-huh. they just did a show called Bread. Uh, Regina Taylor, who is a Dallas native, believe uh-huh. it or not, she was the mother in uh, Lean On Me, Kanisha's mom. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's from Dallas. Okay. So she just, one of her shows just uh, really cleaned up at the uh, uh, Irma P. Hall Black Theater Awards. Uh-huh. Irma P. Hall, big mama from uh, Soul yes, Food. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. also a Dallas native. Yes. Okay. So, she, yeah, Bread... Really did well over at the water water tower. Hopefully that comes back to the stage out here. Okay. Uh, from a movie standpoint, uh-huh. though, you know I really think that there it's time for a DSR um, documentary. Mm-hmm. In my personal opinion, okay, I think that would be a good one. And I also think I also think that a Kurt Franklin yeah. biopic should yeah. definitely at least start the conversation. Right. I yeah. actually think that they should do a series, like a Netflix series. What because about you, BT? Because you can't get into... No, I'm going to tell you why. Yeah, please. Let's talk I'm gonna about I'm going to tell it. you why. BET is very limited. Okay. They're very limited from a creative standpoint. I don't know what they're doing in the writer's room. I don't know what they're doing, but I think they should collaborate outside. Yes. In my personal opinion. Uh-huh. Because the Soul Train movie... It's going to be good. It's very well. I have friends in that movie, uh-huh. but I don't know how well it's going to do. Yeah. I think they're, the Jodeci movie is going to be interesting because they're producing that as well. Right. But I personally felt that the Jodeci movie deserved an extended series. Like the Bobby Like Brown? Netflix. I think they should have. I, I, think, I think that. They could have done like a seven seconds setup. Is that so, what is that exactly. what you mean by extended like, series? Yes, because it's not the what do you call that mini series? Yeah, but it's I'm saying the one point that I'm making is instead of condensing their stories into uh, to try a, a fit two, it in two, two hours, hours, because, hours, and I felt yeah. the same. Let, let, I'm gonna keep that same energy because right. I felt the same thing in 2015 uh-huh. with Straight Outta Compton. Yeah. I felt like it deserved a full yeah. series, uh, and I think in the future with biopics, I hope, hopefully, I don't know how this is gonna go, but hopefully more artists will do that. Well, yeah, now we don't have the same limitations, as, but we have to open our minds up to think outside the box. You know, Because if we want our stories told from an authentic yeah. standpoint, yeah. because a lot was left, a lot of meat was left like, on the bone. Like yeah. an American crime story. Yes. yes. So is that kind of where you're going with Yes. Okay. With our stories, they're so rich. Yeah. We're, they're better than crime stories because there's so much there. There was so, so much. We, li- need to, we, need to, we need to talk about somebody to do American hip-hop stories. And then well, they better to, hit up Ryan Murphy. Okay. I think, I think, and I think you can do different directors. <laughs> right. 
I think you should just they should just open up the budget mm-hmm. and bring in certain sponsors from the hip hop culture. Do you think it should should still be produced by BET though? Mm. I think they should be in the conversation okay. because they've been home for us for a long time. Right. And I also think that with what? the Don Cornelia story, yeah. I think that, you know. I think Revolt should, I think Revolt should take over. To step the, up. To step up. Yeah. Because Revolt mm-hmm. is now becoming our BET. It, to yeah. me. For yeah. me. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. consume a lot and of Revolt And they have a digital TV. platform. Exactly. So it's mm-hmm. where it needs to be. Exactly. And I think that would be great if they took on these and I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I do think it, when you put it in that perspective, I think Straight Outta Compton told us that one specific story that we just needed to see from them. But it could have been a very detailed um, account of each person's life. Right. Think about it. There were five members. Right. Right. And they just mashed them into one. You, if you do series episode one. Right. Is. Cube's standpoint. Right. Episode two, uh-huh. Dre's standpoint. Right. Then DOC, whatever the case may be, who's also a Dallas native, by the way. Uh-huh. So if you go, that's five right there. Right. You could do two more from the manager uh-huh. standpoint and then D Barnes standpoint. Yep. I just think it would have added, there's just so much meat was left on the bone. Yeah, I agree. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah. And then you can bring, if you do a series, you can bring back the soundtracks. Mm. Yeah. But anyway. That. <laughs> Another story. While we're talking about digital platforms, new digital platforms for urban content, check out rain.com, R E I G N.com. A lot of the films that, you know, are nostalgia to us are being uh, brought back out. So check out that platform. I think it's like $4.99. Um, it's a streaming platform, $4.99 to join. Uh, this record right here is Best is Yet to Come by Savannah Ray. We'll let this record ride, and we'll be back, y'all, with more creative culture. Still, I know the best is yet to come. Is yet to come. Is yet to come. Stress-free like a backwood. Low-key like it's the password. I push a push whenever you get too close. Defense mechanism from a sperm donor. Sorry. Used to wanna be my one and only. Right. What are the chances that you're here for me? Yeah. Trust me, this love shit wasn't real for me. And at this point, it's you and nobody. You the best of me. Ain't like there's no guarantees. start with you jay wacker wavy both of them were wavy to me and i just saw that kid ink record on uh title before yeah. we walked in so uh-huh. yeah i'm gonna uh-huh. listen to it now 
D. I think both was wavy, actually. Right. I, I mean, you know, I think it's wavy. Obviously, I curate the playlist. Um, so you're biased. No, I'm not. Well, yeah. You are biased. You, you can't, you can't so put I, someone I in. I curate it, and then I want to get other feedback. It right. don't matter if I, I mean, y'all could have both said they was both whack, and i just been like, well, I guess my ear is a little off. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think both uh, tracks were very wavy. I like yeah. both of them. Right. Um, everybody in rotation. Yeah. So speaking of Kid Ink, you know, he has a new project out. Mm-hmm. Were you, did you have a chance to listen? Mm-mm. Okay. So... Let's just ask a, a real question. You become unemployed and now you can't watch films or listen to music? No, it's not that. I just didn't think anything you didn't came think it out. Was worth it. And no, nothing to me came out that was something to listen to. Okay. Or, I mean, the Spider Verse, we were supposed to go see that two weeks ago. So, like, I, it actually just slipped my mind. I understand. <clears throat> but uh, I my think. My bad. I don't want to seem like I'm charging you up on air. You was. But it's okay. I get it. You do that a lot. But anyways, I think that this song was good. Um, I am low-key kind of maybe a Kid Ink fan, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's hit or miss with me. Um, Yeah. No other – there weren't any – many releases and i think it's just because we're at the end of the year mm-hmm. and oh bring it back to offset he was supposed to drop an album but he hasn't dropped that album yet due to this shit that's happening so well i mean and as far as being able to get a grammy nomination time's up for that so right. i mean some people may seem like what's the point i agree yeah um anyway i listened to the kitty mm-hmm. and what you project think? i think that um don't let the cute name fool you this is not for kids by the time you get to the second track you realize that um it's very grown content mm-hmm. um overall i think it was a, a decent project i i don't know if i feel like the whole thing was wavy um but there are some decent records on the project so i just say take a listen and you know choose for yourself right um what else have i listened to oh um is it into the spider-verse i keep messing up the name of this film it's into the spider-verse okay so i got it right um that soundtrack definitely wavy mm-hmm. i didn't even know what i was getting myself into I, it took me a minute to even click to listen to it i was like ah, let me just see what's on here and then i realized how many people were included in the soundtrack and mm-hmm. the type of talent and then i listened to it i'm tired of this damn sunflower song they got a lot of things that they could have used as singles right i'm just saying <laughs> uh, that's just my thought okay so who produced it uh that's a good question i feel like the i thought you i thought y'all was just talking about it i thought y'all oh i think they they've done 2018 and let's not forget the the soundtracks that were scored or just the music that was scored in films were Mm -hmm. pretty fucking dope well i got two my top two was black panther and creed okay i think that creed is I think the Black Panther soundtrack was more consistent because every record had Kendrick on them in some capacity. <laughs> right. But from a production standpoint, yeah, the, that the Creed soundtrack has a lot of energy, and you can you can go to <laughs> you can go and run go, to it. You can I mean it's, it's just got to a it. lot of really good energy. Yeah. A lot of and it works in conjunction mm-hmm. directly with the film. Right. So yeah, I think yeah Creed. All of those films, um, and le- take Lady's word for it, Into the Spider Verse soundtrack has some of uh, our favorite artists, like well, mine, um, Sway Lee, Jaden Smith, ooh, Nicki Minaj, Amine, who we just heard, and uh, who's worth saying on the air, Lil Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of talent. There's a lot of wavy records. I didn't see who produced project. it though. I'm yeah. I was trying to look and see real quick because I thought I knew and I didn't want to. Um, I didn't want to misquote. What we really need to talk about, Jr., mm-hmm. is how much you hated what I said previously about LMA's album. I didn't hate what you said about the album, <laughs> but number one, two things. Uh-huh. Number one, this LMA album. Technically, a lot of those songs, it's a Rihanna album. If you really listen to it, a lot of those albums, a lot of those songs on that album like were, were Rihanna really pre sonically. Like if if those songs uh-huh. on that album uh-huh. were references sent to Rihanna first, mm-hmm. her album would have been done by now. But that's that's number one. But maybe I'm just so maybe I'm wanting the Rihanna 
album so bad. Clear, this, yeah, I think that's no, what it is. No, 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 no. Trust <laughs> me. I, 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 I'm, We've been waiting. We all been waiting. We just here twiddling our fingers and, you know. I, she's got a lot going on. She's yeah. got a lot. You know, no she's excuse got for other the music. In, yeah, she's got a lot going so on. So many artists are putting out music. Like, mm-hmm. you don't want to get lost. It To me, Rihanna's still not Beyonce. Like, I don't. I think we can appreciate appreciate them both without comparing up, the two. Yeah, I don't compare. But them. I'm saying like the yeah. statue of putting her, like Beyonce dropping a surprise album, um, and this is what almost two years since we've heard something from Rihanna. Well, the thing is that's it sounds cra- this stat sounds crazy, but Rihanna has literally been the most consistent artist, female artist in the last. Uh huh. 12 13 years every album she's done has been number one uh-huh. and we know beyonce comes what she comes maybe every two three years yeah maybe. and then she doesn't plan them so there's no rollout right but um and she's the only person that can do that really yes but the lma album i felt that it was the most consistent from an rb standpoint uh-huh mm. There was no trap on there, and right. I, I needed a break from trap music. Right, and that was the perfect. Um, what about her? No, th- I'm getting there. I'm oh, getting there. Oh, okay. Sorry, <laughs> I'm jumping so, ahead. The album was the most. It was very well put together. The uh-huh. production is very well mixed. Uh huh. Um, and it was it was it was balanced in my personal opinion. And the sequence of the album was the best. It was. The, I think that album was better sequenced than the her album the her album there's only one gear in my personal opinion mm-hmm. but i also feel like her and lma should do an album together i agree with album? that i think so no, or an ep, EP. even okay. an ep <laughs> less yeah. seven yeah. songs or less baby no 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 yes. no no. But i think <laughs> let me tell you why okay i just think they balance each other out perfectly. we talked about this a little I bit agree. with her I being a, a musician there's a lot more that she can bring to the table Exactly. Um, in that project, but I still don't want more than seven songs. I think that I I need y'all just to put uh, enough songs that y'all can go back and do a tiny desk thing together. Ella May's album wasn't playback material for me. Like Trip mm. was good. Trip popped because of Jacquees. Let's be real. Trip popped. Um, I, Trip was good. Trip was a good follow up to Boot Up. I I I don't doubt so that. I, I got a but, question. Why Why you asking that? Is Jacquees the new king of R and B? I he said the king of R and B for his generation. Let's mm. let's I, not. I said new king. Co- co- I did say new not, king. Not even new king. His generation is new. Because mm, because I think okay. uh, Bryson Tiller might have had that. He could have said he was the king at the time. But he's inconsistent. Um, he's inconsistent. He's, he's inconsistent. He, he only had one good R&B hit. Trap soul. He had made up a whole new genre. Um, but if we're talking about R and B, let's name him. Who who is who is better than Jacquees right now? Uh, Chris Brown. <laughs> I don't even put Chris is like pop to me. He ain't R and B very well, but he can still very well craft a really consistent R and B album. Like Chris is like how I would mm, Chris, Chris is like Michael Jackson. Not comparing him, you know, on the same level, but Chris is like Michael Jackson when we had Jodeci or when we had New Edition or uh, Bobby Brown. Like mm. you know what I'm saying. So like I think. I think Chris is here and Jacquees is here. Like I, that's why I feel like Chris is more pop than he is just R and B. I can't give him that. I'm a, I can't give Jacquees that title right now because number so one, so fresh. Well, because here's the thing: uh-huh. we don't know if he can be consistent from an R and B standpoint. Okay. From an album standpoint, let's add yeah. that album because okay. he's got good EPs. Yeah. But this album is amazing. If he does, yes. if he does two more albums like this, yes, then yes. we can have a conversation. And I and I feel like okay, so R and B just flat. Jacquees's album this year was it was his voice sounds like sex to me so I'm just in, much in love with his voice mm-hmm. um who else put out an EP I love uh that Brent Fias gave us something that's just and even Brent like I don't know if Brent do you know Brent Fias yeah. is oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's R&B like no I don't think he's so, traditional R&B he would be considered so he was alter, alt R&B I saw that somewhere like it's alt r&b but he would also technically from a 90s standpoint you remember this he would be an underground artist yeah. okay in my opinion yeah. okay he still is so it's technically, yeah he was right? still technically but but he i would put him in the conversation okay. but i think also if daniel caesar i can just do two don't more albums, like him 
What do you have against him? I don't have no, not him personally. I just, I don't like. That's just like Khaled, Khalid. Mm-hmm. I don't like him. I don't like. Either, I don't like their voices. Interesting. That, I don't. Khaled the, is I mean, pretty the, talented. I didn't say he wasn't. I don't like. I don't have a taste for their music. But the Get You record alone, mm-hmm. alone, isn't. I don't know. Isn't her on there? Yeah, but still. That, okay, let's add to that. Yeah. Okay. Let's add that to that. I mean, now, I, re- I appreciate Jacquees' album because he brought Donnell Jones back. He right. brought Donnell Jones. We haven't heard from him in, in a while. Right. Wrote a record for him, gave it to him. Amazing. Then he got Tasha Scott from Escape. Yeah. Got yep. her on there. Then, it's a lot of talent. And then Jagged Edge. Right. And we know these three artists don't just collaborate with just anybody. Right. True. So that's so the I thing. I feel like he... He is in a position to make that statement. Do I think he is the king of R&B right now? Not just yet, but I'm not giving king titles at all. That's what I'm not. But doing. millennials are going to hold him to a. We're going to hold him to yeah. a high standard because right. we remember when R&B was R&B. Yes. Right. So we. So the we can't. And we just have some great right. people references. Know, yeah. right. Yes. So that's the reason why I say we have to give him, I'm not going to say no. I'm just going to say not right now. Yeah. Not that. And that's how I feel like not Mm -hmm. right now. Um, but this whole BS with washed up to me, tank, uh, Trey songs, even Trey songs just put out something. Usher. I just heard. I think Tyrese can come back. (laughs) Tyrese is not even, he's not even in the vicinity of the building <laughs> to be mentioned. Okay? But the TGT but he, album was one of the he's best talented. R&B albums. I don't vocally, think so. Vocally, he's a, talented. That was an amazing album. Now, I just, I don't think so. Crew team, I think he might be able to do something. You he, think he could come back? That's like Jamie Foxx at 51 coming back. I just don't want to hear old men singing. If oh. they stick to R&B, I think they'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, with that being said, one night only, Mahalia. I'm thinking that some of these artists we just named, they could probably do like a, a in the frame of one night only. Like you could do a concert and and do some good stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know about full projects. You think though. there should be a full R&B uh, runoff like tour, like where they kind of compete every night? That's what I'm for hoping. The crowd? Com- that's what I'm hoping comes out of this. Yeah, I just these that would be great. R&B niggas don't get together though, but that's just my opinion. All right, we're going to let this record ride, y'all. Uh, we'll be back with more Creative Culture. Funny, you was the first one to say trust me. Whisper your thoughts rather you scream them instead. Like the thoughts in my head. When I wake up in love, leave my heart in your bed. It was so scary. One more fuck, we might just get married. But I'll be back, no, please don't worry. It didn't mean you no harm Left before the alarm But I'm never too far from you see You were lucky to be With somebody like me yeah. Baby, I'm a queen Yeah, yeah, oh Oh, hell no You just set the tone You must have not known That I'm not known One night only No, I'm not Kelly got the foot on your throat. That's Kelly Rowland, self-titled Kelly. Whack a wavy, y'all. Definitely wavy. Yeah. Both of them. I'm never giving DC 
ever. As much as I hate, I hate, hate strong word, Michelle Williams. <laughs> I don't like her. You a didn't lot. like her addition to the group. Yes. Okay. But I can't. Give I can kind of understand. It's wavy. It's wavy. I find it interesting though. Kelly had a larger role when yeah. the original right. members left. That's right. Interesting though. Yeah. So, yeah. She did. So but she's our only chocolate queen. So I Aww. don't. I, you, sometimes you have to let that shit go. She's the nicest woman I've ever met, and she smells good every time I see her. <laughs> but yeah, I. I, I, I want people <laughs> to talk about me that way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's the nicest one, and she's just. Smells great. She had a phone call. She was down here promote. Well, not promoting, but helping campaign with uh, um, Beto. Oh, oh, Beto. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Having a conversation with her. Her phone rings. She didn't even look down. She put the phone on silent and kept the eye contact the entire time. I said, that's very. Yes, I don't know if she's absolutely. just been that's around respectful. a lot of politics. That's very respectful. And she didn't have to do that. She yeah. didn't know me from Adam. Yeah. We just had a, having a conversation. We have a mutual friend. Yeah. And they told me to tell her hello when I saw her. I'm sorry, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, welcome to Keys to Life. Um, lady, the first track was wavy as well. All right. That's what's up. Um, I mean, well, this segment, I wanted us to catch up with, with JR. What's been going on? Yeah, it's just been, um, it's been, and like I said. what are you looking forward to? Um, it's been busy. Um, instead of doing the obligatory seven shows a year, I only did five this year. Okay. But I think we're closing it on a really good note. Um, just did a commercial for um, the college championship. Then I did, I'm getting ready to go into production for uh, In the Trap, a new series that we're shooting here in Dallas. We're shooting the trailer for that. We yeah, have traps in Dallas, like real life traps? The traps, we're actually going to the original traps where the lights have to be off. Mm. So that idea of going to the restroom yeah. In the trap number two in the trap was a scary thing back in back in the day because the lights are out. Yeah, right. and you can't see anything because even in your cell phone, yeah, the idea of right. Give me a, a tip for the ladies. Uh huh. If you're dating a drug dealer or anybody who's from the street, don't get offended all the time when the phone is face down. Yeah. Because it's his that that's his he's in the trap. The phone is face down because if someone's trying to rob you and they're looking through the window and they see yeah. the light, they know where you're sitting. Yeah. And they can just send a sniper or whatever and just, you know, right. it's yeah. a whole thing. Don't ask me why I know this, but just giving you a tip. <laughs> right. Don't take offense, but just know. 2019. And listen, for you, they're you. listening to think you might want a trap. Right. Turn your phone down. Yeah. And it's just a lot of energy. But so we're telling that story, you know, and uh, really going deep there. So. Um, and that's different for me because I haven't done a whole lot of really uh-huh. dark roles that, you know, because I didn't want to perpetuate that stereotype of yeah, yeah, black yeah. men. So are you the kingpin, the right hand man? What's your... Yeah, the kingpin. This oh. guy's an asshole, but that's what I like because it's the opposite of who I am. And you never cast yeah. the role that's in the in script. The as a, of, if, yeah. you, if you've got a mean guy in the show, uh-huh. you don't want to cast a mean guy to play a mean guy. It'll be a disaster. So, yeah. He was like, you're such a nice guy. That's why I want you for this role. Interesting. In fact, my audition was rapping. And Uh I don't freestyle, so I rapped rapped a song, a seat murder song from his first album. Back to No Limit. Oh, my God. Back to No Limit brings it, comes right back around, right? Where I'm from, the first verse. Yeah. 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 I rapped that. That was my audition. Interesting. I want to see that tape. I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. That's what's up. Wow. That's just kind of tight. And I'm excited about 2019 because I'll be back in Fort Worth, back at home at mm-hmm. Circle Theater downtown, Fort Worth doing Our Town. Uh-huh. So we'll be running from January 31st to March 9th. So it's a pretty long run. But after that, I'll be back in Dallas. And uh, yeah. How do you channel those um, those characters that you play? Like, where do you go? Like, especially this character that is What's obviously the, the op- process? Op- opposite of you. Um, yeah, the research. But like you... Like going internal and finding that that spot to mm-hmm. portray this person. The first, the early process of those character of the character building for me is imitating. I'm imitating somebody uh-huh. in the rehearsal process. They don't know, uh-huh. but I'm imitating somebody that I knew growing up. Okay, you know the barbershop used to be right in front of the car wash, uh-huh. right? Right. So sometimes, I remember? Right, you remember? Oh, that's right. This brings it all the way back. This full brings circle. it. This is where we met. This, yes, yes. 
you worked in a, a motorcycle shop, right? Yeah. Yes, next door, right? Yeah. That's crazy how she Nostalgic just did. That's shit crazy right now, how that y'all. just happened. But anyway, I'm bringing it back to one. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> the character building for me, it's always imitating first, right? Uh-huh. Because I started in comedy and then I moved over to the serious stuff. So, but anyway, so I'm imitating in the first early process of the character building. Okay. And then from there, I start to formulating. I keep certain characteristic traits of uh-huh. people that I know. Okay. But that's the first thing is who do I know that's like this? And right. I use that in the audition. Uh-huh. Fool them into thinking that I created this character. Uh-huh. They don't know that, that you I'm just, actually yeah. just imitating. And then I go and build from there. Right. So there's a lot of sitting in North Park Mall, drinking coffee, watching people move. And I sit there until I find somebody that works in conjunction with the character that I'm building at that point. Kind and of I'll watch him. Yes, that embodies that. Yeah. Whether it's a care whether it's a you know, the movement of the neck or the movement of or if he leads from his if they when they walk if they lead from their chest. So you're studying mannerisms at this everything. point. Everything. But yeah. if there's there's sometimes it's just that one little thing. If he leads from his chest and not yeah. his head, you yeah. know, that's a weakness. If you we walk from if right. we move from our head, it's a that's a geek kind yeah. of movement. Yeah. I know I'm getting a little this right. is like glori- glorified stalking right this, here, everybody. But, people watching. <laughs> but the thing about it is, <laughs> next level. And but I'm I'm very respectful in that sense. Oh, okay. So I don't follow them. I just you pick don't up be what I need. Behind them. I pick. No, I don't do that. I don't do that. But I'll watch them hey, long enough. Okay. A, a nigga like me would be walking behind them, trying to like get their step too. Like, can, let's see if I can imitate their stride as well. Not no trap thug nigga. That listen. That, I, not, I'm telling you how goofy I am. That I would be doing way too much. I can mm-hmm. see you sitting there with your coffee, just looking at him. You watch. I watch long enough until I've gotten it until my brain has recorded it. Yeah. And then from there, when I walk away in my head, it plays back, plays back, plays back, and I keep it there uh-huh. until. I get to the rehearsal and then mm. when in the rehearsal by myself yeah I'm walking the way that person walk and I'm incorporating the line so that muscle memory that we talked about yeah. before uh-huh. we started that works in conjunction with that and then from there I just I let the because the beginning the process this is there's a concept that we co- we have process before product right, right. Mm-hmm. so in the process we're stumbling the lines we're paraphrasing we're fucking it up and then we get these line notes hey you said this instead of that oh i did i didn't mm. feel like it because it's in our because it's we're recording it in our bones so to speak uh-huh. and then those are all that's all the technique uh-huh. but what happens is in the performance it's all instinct uh-huh. so the technique falls away and the instinct pops up. So that's where that mannerism yeah. and that character building, yeah. Yeah. the process comes yeah. back. And you're not thinking about it. It just kind of come, it's, it comes. And it sits with you for a while. And sometimes, like, this show I'm in right now, if we close on the 23rd. Right. After that, that character's going to sit with me for about two days. Right. But the beautiful thing about it is I have to let that go. Yeah. January 7th because I start rehearsing for another gig. So. Yeah. So to answer the question, yes, that's where it starts. Okay. Got another question for you. Kind of switching gears a little bit, but you talked about process before the product. And as long as I've known you, I know you to be real meticulous, well-studied, all that stuff. Is in, in terms of like what you're looking forward to, when can we expect that you'll be creating some of your own products for people to consume? Um, it'll be in 2019. Okay. Um, I, I'm I'm taking the liberties of stepping back a little bit and because the last three, five years I've been just, you know, adding more to other people's work. Yeah. But now I want to incorporate it. And I think every year from this point, from 2019 until Mm -hmm. at least once I'll create something. Once a year? At least once a year. Okay. Just to kind of slowly get back in there. Yeah. Um. I asked that because, uh, I mean, you know, you talk keys to life. I've been for the past week watching stuff from like Dame Dash and uh, recently saw a conversation that was um, held by MTV News with a few creators or whatever. And the thing that has been coming up is about ownership and creative control. Um, We obviously know that uh, possession is nine-tenths of the law. And so I kind of want to get your take on it and yours too, D, in terms of uh, where y'all feel as far as the importance of being able to, uh, as a creator, not allowing other people to kind of, not always, uh, what's what's my question, is really about, one, not putting, making sure that you're not being abused or misused 
in a in a time frame right now where it seems like everybody's looking for a creative to help expand their brand or build their brand we're seeing a real rise right of influencers and all that kind of stuff on instagram and content creators with youtube and all that um, one concern that was brought up was that it would begin to be industrialized and that it'll almost turn into you not having uh, the amount of control that you initially set out to have when you got started. Well, the beautiful thing that we, one of the beautiful things about this market, you know, number one, we're in a right to work state. So yeah. we don't have to be a part of these unions yeah. for them to industrialize in that way. Right. So we have that ability to kind of take time off and work with a lot of people, work, do five gigs, What's doing somebody else's work, but what you're doing, if you're smart about it, you're picking up certain things that you like that work for you yeah. in that process. And then you take a little bit from this director, mm -hmm. a little bit from this actor, this from a little bit from this, uh, this from this producer. Yeah. And then you're creating relationships with all five of those people in connection with the uh, that work with from the creative process standpoint and put a bug in their ear hey listen next year i'm working on this this is and this i would love to have you come in can i just send you the script and they're giving you information at the same time so what's happening now is you're building something yeah and that's what it's about what we're building as opposed to what we're jumping into gotcha and that's why a lot of people who leave dallas and go to, to the new yorks to the la's to yeah. the atlantas if you really stop and talk to them about it they feel like they don't feel like they've built anything. Mm. But after you've been doing this for a long for a while, you have to look at it that way, from that standpoint. And you got to remember in this market, we're very corporate. Yeah. People don't realize we have corporations like Rolex is right down the street. Right. right. It's right around the which, corner. which, you know, Taco yeah. Bueno, you yeah. know, Mary Kay. And, and from if they're an not in Dallas, they're in Austin. Exactly. Yeah. So from an independent standpoint, they're always looking for ways to ingratiate themselves with the artists absolutely so but what happens is the artists get intimidated by the logo mm. yeah and not pitch to them right so what i want to happen is for more artists independent artists to ingratiate themselves with the corporations in that sense mm. and that's from so because those of us that that need the finances to kind of you know turn that that baby into a or turn that toddler into a teenager mm -hmm. is from a financial standpoint, the link is right down the street, you yeah. know? So finding out who that is, you need to make contact with and, you know, going to the Christmas parties are the best time for that. Going to the holiday Christmas parties at these, with these attorneys, mm -hmm. going, talking to them because, you know, it's a good opportunity to start relationships and everything yeah. is about relationships in my opinion. Um, that was a word. Yeah. Uh, I think he said everything for me, uh, <laughs> and I got lost in what, what was the real question? Uh, we were talking about ownership, being able to create, and, and not be, making sure that you're not giving up too much control, you know? I mean, and the concern was is that, and he talked about it, the fact that we're in Texas is not exactly the same about the unions yeah. and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff, but the concern was is like your Instagram influencers will, are now like the new commercial uh, talent mm -hmm. um, and so once larger corporations get a hold of that there's an opportunity for them to kind of turn that into something that uh, again takes away the amount of freedom and the amount of creative control that most of these people sought when they got started into doing whatever they do on Instagram right. you know what I mean I want to work for myself I want to be able to create what I want to create and then if you get too far in bed with some of these corporations they can you know essentially kind of monopolize that right um, I I have no strong thoughts. I do agree with you that Dallas, for me, has been a hub of building relationships. Um, and I don't know if it's like the, the, the my long-term stay, but I think that I've, I personally have built something here and I am building something here in, it, in, in the future. I don't know if New York or LA or East Coast, West Coast is the, the right place, but Dallas is like, third like it's like one of the hubs i think that that people should move here because i think you could really make a foundation for yourself in any you know um uh what do you call it um genre or yeah. any just anyway industry. any industry that yeah. you're going with i think you can make a real impact here in dallas and you know the taxes oh dallas is definitely the third coast literally right. the third, the third coast. coast yeah dallas is the I best do. place to build a bridge yeah that's all i'll say shout out yeah. to dallas 
I will say this is probably the first time in my life I'm comfortable about being in Dallas. I grew up, I mean, thinking that you would have to go to L.A. or in Atlanta or New York to really make something happen as far as arts and entertainment is concerned. But um, I guess me waiting it out and, you know, staying the course is showing me how much I actually can build here. And I think it's important that uh, as a creator that I'm able to build something that I can be proud of versus being sucked into someone else's engine. So Right. Agreed. Agreed. This is energy, big crit. It's about to go off, and so are we. See y'all, or maybe we won't. We'll let you know if we're gonna be back before the. Did we decide we're coming yeah, back? Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna be back, guys. We'll, we'll have back. an episode. Actually, yeah, we'll have an episode. So, anyways, we love you. Wherever you're listening, at work, at home, wherever, uh, we appreciate y'all so much. This your girl D Woods, it's Lady Life, and. And J.R. Bradford. And J.R. Bradford with the voice. <laughs> we'll be back, y'all. Remember, life is what you make it. Dream, design, create it. And thanks for listening. Uh-oh. I muted myself on accident. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>